The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Gemara Nedarim Daf Mem Tet. Today's Daf is being studied on the Rishmat Mojekini Yosef Ben Sarah, on the Rishmat Abraham Ben Esther, the Ruach Hashem Tenihem Ben Eden. Amen. Today's Daf is being studied on the Fuash Shedema, Shedomo Ben Miriam, Shed Ben Dina, Sarah Bat. Starting at the new Mishnah right on the top of the Amud. Person makes a neder from a something that is cooked from a food that is mevushal. Usually mevushal implies cooked in water. So it says, mutar bitzli. So he would be able to eat things that are roasted, ubishaluk, things that are shaluk also. So the Iran explains, shaluk over here means, bashil velo bashil. Meaning it's partially cooked, not fully cooked. Even though normally, shaluk means very cooked, but in this context over here, he explains it is referring to the regular Lashon Bene Adam, and the way people refer to Shaluk is partially cooked. And if we'd be permissible in that also, because when a guy says, I'm making a nidr against Mevushal, he means fully cooked items. Mishnah continues. Amar kunam tavshil she'eni to'em. So a person then forbids himself benedir against tavshil, meaning against uh, uh, certain uh, uh, foods. That he's referring to them as tavshil. So, what constitutes tavshil? Tavshil is like a, a cooked dish. But what constitutes that? So it says asur kedera rach. So tavshil is including basically cooked foods that are usually eaten with bread. Okay, that's the connotation of tavshil. So therefore, if you have a maase kedera, a certain type of a food that's Rach, it's soft. So if you're able to eat it with bread, so that would be considered part of the tafshil uh, family. Umutar be'ava. But let's say it was thick. So a thick type of food you don't eat with bread. Like, so let's say like a, a thick type of porridge or a thick type of uh, you know wheat uh, 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 cake or something like that. You don't eat that with bread. Therefore it's not included in the ned that he made, tafshil. Umutar. However, he would be permissible. Bebeza, turmuta, ubdalaat, harmusa. So he'd be permissible with those three items, uh, which is a beza is a hard-boiled egg. Turmuta would be maybe like a uh, certain type of uh, egg, right? That's a type of egg. It's referring to the turmuta egg and dalat turmuta. Bottom line, these items are not eaten with uh, bread. That's the point. And therefore, since they're not eaten with bread, so therefore they're not included in the subject of tavshil. So basically, again, mevushal is something that is cooked, not roasted. Some that is soft, uh, consistency that you can have with uh, bread. That's the ikar, uh, ikar items. Shnach continues. We'll see exactly what these items are in the Gemara. Hanodeh memaase kedera person makes a nedir against something that's referred to as ma'aseh kedera, which is literally something that is put in a pot. Kedera is a pot. 
en asur ela ritata. So it's only going to be forbidden in things that were heated a lot. Maaseh kedera implies that it was boiled a lot. That, that those are the type of items that it comes to include. Amar kunam hayored lekedera she'eni toem. He says, I'm making a neder on anything that goes into a pot. Hayored lekedera. Whatever goes into the kedera, I'm making a neder against. Asur bechodam mitbasheni mekedera. So he's asur on all type of uh, foods that are put in a kedera, uh, which means even items that, let's say, are not uh, cooked so much. If you said tafshi, tafshi is mashma, it's cooked uh, a lot. Masha'enke, or it's hata, like we just said. But masha'enke, we just say kedera, it goes into the pot that's uh, cooked even, uh, uh, not a lot even, doesn't need a lot of bishul, still going to be asur. Okay, now let's just read some of these rans over here. Let's read the ran. Dibura Matheel Amar Kunam Tavshil Sheni Torem Asur Maase Kedera Rach. The soft consistency Mutar Beava Maase Kedera. What is Maase Kegon Helka? Helka is cracked wheat. They crack it into two. Tirgis is into three. Tisni is into four. Just different, different uh, like I said, different type of uh, uh, foods that are of cracked wheat. The kamar dimurach asur. If it's uh, soft consistency, asur. Aval ava mutar. The high tana kol midid mitachla berifta. Any type of food stuff that's eaten with bread, tafshil karile. Finished. That's called already tafshil. Kedi ita begemara. But if it's a ma'asek, that's like a thick consistency. You eat it alone. You don't eat a thick consistency item with bread. Therefore, it's not considered in the subject of tafshil. Okay, now we continue from the Gemara. Now Mishnah said, if a person makes a nidr against something that's mivushal... But we said he's permissible to eat something that's roasted. He's permissible to eat something that is sali. Rabbi Yoshia says asur. Even though he said the word mivushal, it comes to include even items that are roasted. Even though there's no proof that you can call roasted mivushal, zechel davar. We have a remez. Shnei emar vaybashelu a pesach baesh kamishpat. It says and they cooked the korban pesach. Now we know you can't cook the Korban Pesach. The Korban Pesach has to be roasted. So you see the Navi refers to using the Lashon Tzali, it calls it Mivushal. So then we have a Remez that you can, uh, you know, when it says No Dead Remez Mivushal, can include roasted. So the Gemara says, well, what's the Mahloka now between Tanakama and Rav Yoshia? Lema Behaka Mepalge. Rabbi Yoshia Savar Halacha Har Lashon Torah. If she is going to say, when it comes to nedarim, when a guy makes a neder, you, you measure his words according to Lashon Torah, according to the language of the Torah. So when he says, I'm making a neder min a mevushal, so you measure that word, how does the Torah refer to that word mevushal? And since you see the Torah refers to mevushal even in the usage of sli, so therefore it's going to be asur. Betana dilan. Hawatana savar bin darim lashon bin adam. How In Nedarim, you go after the vernacular of people. How people talk. 
When people talk and say mevushal, they mean cooked items. They don't mean roasted items. So that's really the mahlokat. So it's a fundamental mahlokat in the darim. When you're measuring the language, what's your barometer? Do you use the Torah, Torah language, as, as, as the guide? Or do you use the Nashom Bnei Adam? Gemara says, no, no, that's not the Mahlokit. Everybody holds in the Darim, you go after the vernacular of the way people speak. Mor ki etre, u mor ki etre. Mahlok between Yoshiyan Tarakama, each rabbi was going according to their place, which means in the place of our Tanah in the place where our Tanah come out lived, they would refer to Tzli as Tzli and Mevushal as Mevushal, they wouldn't refer to Tzli as Mevushal and therefore when it's guys noted against the Mevushal, it only means Mevushal but in the place of Mevushal Ah, the Gebra says, Sivla. So what does he bring in a pasuk for? <coughs> Which means if you tell me he's going according to the vernacular of the way people speak, what does he bring me a pasuk? Asmachta ba'alva. He's just bringing in asmachta that you see that there were places that referred to Tzli uh, as Mevushal. But the, 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 the pasuk is not coming from the pasuk, it's really coming from the, the, the people in his place. So look at the uh, Gemara now. Gemara in the Ram. That's why the Gemara ultimately says it's only a zechel the davar. Because really we're not bringing the proof from the pasuk. We're bringing the proof from the vernacular, the way people speak. Okay. Comes the Gemara and continues. Kunam Tafshil. Okay, the guy made a Kunam, a Nedir, against uh, Tafshil, she any toim. And that is exactly anything of uh, Tafshilim. So the Gemara says, So what do we say? Asur b'ma'asekedira rach. So he's forbidden to have, uh, let's say, a soft consistency ma'asekedira. That means the point is he eats it with bread. And mutar ba'ababar, and the thick consistency is going to be permissible. So comes the Gemara and says, Veha mitavshil nadar. And the Chaura, it should be asur on everything. Where all of a sudden the Mishnah is coming to make now a hiluk. I said tavshil. Cooked item. Who told you all of a sudden to make a hiluk between if it's soft consistency, if it's a hard consistency? I said tavshil. Tavshil is mashma. Any cooked item. So the Gebra says, Amar Tana, this Tana understands, Kol midi any item that you eat with bread, Tafshil Karune. And he said that, that's a rule now. Tafshil refers to items that eat with bread. I'm going to bring it out yeah, to this. Vehatanya. This is not a question, this Hatanya, this is a proof. Vehatanya bin Huta. Hanoder min Tafshil. The guy makes a neder against the Tafshil. Asur bechol minet Tafshil. Is asur in all t- types of cooked foods. The asur bitsli is also asur in roasted items, ubshaluk, umibushal, all sorts of items, no matter if they're roasted or partially cooked, things like that. The asur betriot rakot. And he's also asur to eat hitriot rakot. Now, what is 
Itriot. So the Ran comes along and says, Dilu'in Ketamim. Small uh, gourd, I guess, or squash. Small squash. Now, why is he assuming small squash? So he says, Shaholin Ochlin Bahem Pitan. Because the sick people, they eat with their bread these small squash. So what do you see? That the Anyan of Tafshil is an item that somebody at least eats with bread. And that's why these small squash are asur, because the Holin, the sick people, eat the squash with their bread. So we brought it an ayah, that Tafshil means items that are dafka eaten with bread. Now the Gemara uh, is going to discuss the uh, health factor of squash. Here it's mashma, it's a healthy item. Sick people eat it. Ini, we have a contradiction. One time Rabbi Yirmiya got sick. So a doctor came to cure him. To give him a cure. He saw there was a gourd in his house. He had squash in his house. The doctor left him. Amar, Malach Mota Itle Leden Bebete, Veana Ud Asayate. The man has the Malach Mavit in his house. I'm going to go and I give him a remedy. When he saw the squash in his house, he says, oh, wait, wait, What can I do for this man? The man has squash. This is dangerous food over here. No, no, I can't heal him if he's eating squash. So you see over here what? That it's a dangerous food. And here the Gemara just said that the Hodin, the sick people, eat the squash with their, uh, with their bread. So the Gebarah says, like Kasha. Different answers the Gebarah is going to give. First answer, there's the soft squash and there's the hard squash. The soft ones, that's good, it's healthy. However, the hard ones, that's no good. One is talking about the actual gourd themselves. The squash itself, no good. That's bad. However, the inside of the squash, that already is good. So that's the difference between the cases of what's inside. You scoop it out, that's already, uh, that's already good. Because we have a statement of the Behuda. He said, uh, Healthy items. Lulibad dekla, the inside of the gourd of the squash, besilka with beets. Good item. Lulibad dechitna bechutcha, or the uh, the herb of the uh, inside of the kitna. Kitna is like the flax, right? That's the uh, yeah, like the flax. Bechutcha with like a yogurt. It's also good. However, vedavarze asul leomro befne amaaris, but you can't give this recipe. And this fact when I'm an artist. Why? Because the guy is going to go now and start cutting all the, uh, the flax before their time, before you're really supposed to, before they grow fully, they're going to ruin the fields. Yeah. Now that we're worried, they're going to steal even. They're going to go into other people's fields and start taking all the uh, flax so they want to have this medicinal item. So don't, 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 don't tell the I'm an artist that this, uh, this, is a, this is a healthy item. But what do you see over here? You see that the inside of the uh, gourd is healthy. Okay, Rava Amar, man cholin. Rava comes along and says, "Who are these cholin over here?" When we said sick people eat it with the bread, so we understood sick people. Sick people, not sick people. He says, "No, Rabbanan, 
It's referring to the rabbis. Which means Stam Rabbanim are considered Cholim. Why? Because they learn a lot and they don't sleep that much and they deprive themselves from eating and uh, uh, sleeping. And the Torah weakens a person. So therefore, any Tamil Agam is considered like a Cholim. And that's referring to the Cholim, meaning the Tamil Agam, they would eat this gourd. Now, what does he want with this answer? So look at the Ram. Two lines at the bottom. Man Cholim, Rabbanan. When it comes to squash, ben ben ashune, kashin, all type of squash are bad for sick people. Whether it's the soft type, whether it's the hard type. We weren't referring to actually sick people. The Torah, as we said, weakens them. And that's why it's talking about they they eat Dilu'in. A regular sick guy, they don't eat Dilu'in at all. Uh, The Cholim that we're referring to is Tabidi Hakamim. Okay. And that's why the doctor left uh, Rabir Miyah. The doctor left Rabir Miyah because he was actually sick. Since he was actually sick, a sick person, it's not not good for him to eat this, uh, this item. But in Khirame, regular Tabidah Kamim, it's okay. Because they're really healthy. And therefore, it's not, uh, and it's then really a sick person. It's dangerous to eat all type of squash. That's why the doctor left the house of the Bidimiyah. But if it's healthy, it's really not uh, too, uh, too damaging. And I, but it says Cholim. Cholim means Tabidah Kamim. They're really healthy, they're just weak. So the Gemara says, Rava le Ta'ameh. Now, we're, we're going to see now that Rava is consistent to Shita that he calls Tabidah Kamim. Cholim. He calls Tabi Dachim sick. How? We learned this in Masechet Rosh Hashanah. Rama Rava, Rava said once, Keman matslinan al ve'al Today we pray, Amidah. We pray for sick people. We pray for Ketzire. Ketzire means people that are, have a Katsar Nefesh. Their, 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 their health is, is, is weak. Like they have a, a, a a shortness of nefesh, short, shortness of uh, of spirit, that's referring to sick people, and miri'eh. Miri'eh also is a form of sick people. Now, why would they refer to two different types of sick people? Kitsireh and miri'eh. And there must be these two styles of sick people. You have the real sick people, that's the kitsireh, and the miri'eh are the tamidachamim. So then you see Rava always classified two different types of sick people. Now, what was the context of his statement? Today, whose shita are we following that we pray for sick people? Every day we pray for sick people. What do you mean, whose opinion? Well, according to the shita that says that you judged on Rosh Hashanah, and that's the judgment, so what would you have to pray for the fa'inu every day? Whatever is going to be, is going to be. It's already judged on Rosh Hashanah. So there must be a different shita that we're relying on when we pray for the sick people every day. Again, if on Rosh Hashanah, God decided who's going to be sick, who's going to be healthy, and all that, so what are you praying today for Rofei Hulam Yisrael? It is what it is. So Rava said, who are we relying on today that we pray for Kitsideh and Midi'eh, that we pray for the sick people, we pray for the Tamidah al Kamim? So he says, Kitabi Yoseh. Now what is the Yoseh shita? Rabbi Yoseh said, Adam Nidon Bechol Yom. He has a different shita. 
He says, a person is judged every single day. Every single day there's another judgment on the person. So therefore, according to me, Yosef, I understand why you can pray the Amidah every single day for these items. Now, Keman can be Yosef. Now, Amar from the fact that he said, Ketside Umeri he said both different types of sick people, Shema Amina, Ketside, Ketside Mamash. Good. So that's the uh, Inyan, the Shiravai held that the Damidah Chirim are also considered Holin. Now the question is like this. Where do we pray for the Tabidah Chirim and the Amidah? We pray for the Rufi'ah Amo Yisrael. But if you look in the Berachav ala Tzadikim ala Hasidim, we pray Ve'al Peletat Bet Sofrehim. So Peletat Bet Sofrehim is the scholars that are praying for them also they should have Hatzlacha. Question is, we don't hold like Rabbi Yosef. We hold that Adam is Nidon on Rosh Hashanah. And what? And uh, it's pending uh, on Asrim et Teshuvah. And Yom Kippurim, it's sealed. So the question is, according to us, that we say we are judged on Yom Kippurim. So how are we praying every day for all these things? How are we praying for Barikh uh, Aleinu? How are we praying for Rufi Hul Amo Yisrael? Whatever it is, it is. I mean, it's, uh, it's over. So different answers were said. Uh, one answer is uh, brought down by the Ran in Masechet uh, Rosh Hashanah, and he says that a Gezerah on the Sibur is able to be nullified through Tefillah, even after the judgment of Rosh Hashanah. And that's why he says the Tefillah of the Amidah is really in plural. The Fa'enu, which means if there would be, let's say, a, a plague of some sort on the Sibur. Even though there's a Gezerah, let's say, from Rosh Hashanah that says, Hasbe Shalom, the plague is going to happen, but by praying, you're able to mevatel Gezerot Siburiim through words and Yad of Tefillah. So that's why you're still praying. Which is, you're right, an individual in the it's judged already. That's, uh, it is what it is. But let's say, Hasbe Shalom, there would be economic uh, problems to the Sibur. Right? Let's say there would be a certain type of, uh, 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 you know, t- t- problems with money uh, that would affect the entire Sibur. So you're praying for the Sibu, they should not be affected by uh, such kids. That's, uh, that's one answer. Fine. Another uh, uh, interpretation is, is that... Right. Another shita is that they say it's better to pray not only before Gezardin, it's better to pray even after Gezardin, which means even if we're praying now for the Fa'inu, could be we're praying for next. the next, the next judgment, which means now we want to, okay, whatever happened to this judgment happened, but for the, for the next judgment, at least we want it to be good, so therefore we're beseeching God that when the next judgment comes around, it'll be, uh, it'll be okay. So those are different answers. Now if you're all like Rabbi Yosei, you don't have to answer anything. Rabbi Yosei says, Adam nidom yom. That person is judged really every single day, and therefore every day is another deen, therefore we have to pray, uh, pray, pray as well. For our purposes in this Gemara, we were just trying to show you that uh, Kitsire is one type of sick person, it's the real sick people, and Miri'eh is the, referring to the Tamideh, Hachamim, they also have a deen of Chodin. Comes the Gemara now and discusses different practices in eating uh, different type of foods. Now what did Amishnah say? Amishnah said, a guy makes a nadir against a Tavshil. So what does that mean, a Tavshil? We said a soft consistency Tavshil that he eats with bread. But not, let's say, a hard consistency or a thick consistency item. For example, a guy makes a wheat uh, dish that's thick, right? Cracked wheat, but it's a thick item. So we said the reason why that's not a tavshik is he doesn't eat it with bread. 
You know why? Because you don't eat uh, two uh, thick items with each other. Normally a bread you eat with like a, a dip, or you eat it with a condiment, or you eat it with something that's uh, soft. But you don't eat it with a... It's like eating bread with bread. Right? So the Gemara says, Our Mishnah is not going like the custom of the Babylonians. The Amar Bizera. The Bizera said, The Babylonians are Tipshim. Why? They eat bread with bread. They have a bread sandwich. So therefore, you see, Amishnah is not going like that. Because Amishnah is saying, you don't eat bread with you. only two hot consistent items uh, together. It's not the normal practice. <laughs> so now the Gemara wants to know, to what extent, when they ate bread with bread, how far did they go? So Amar of Hazda, who incidentally was from Bavel, Demash'il Leon Lehalen Nakdane Dehutzal. Which means, we, I'd like to ask a question. To these Nagdaneh, who's Nagdaneh? So the Ran gives two interpretations. He has one interpretation, he reads it as Nakraneh. She'ochlim binikyut. These, you know, finicky people in Hutzal that eat, you know, binikyut, which, you know, very clean. Nashunachin Nakdaneh, she'midakdikim ba'achilatam. They're particular when it comes to their uh, eating. They were the experts when it comes to questions in Achilah, and they know all the Hagim. So I want to ask a question to these Nagdaneh in Hutzal. What's the question you want to ask them? Hadin Daisa. Uh, this daisa, daisa is like porridge made from different uh, types of grains. What's the best way to eat daisa? Well, what's the question? Is it better to eat, let's say, wheat daisa, like wheat farina with wheat bread, and then let's say barley porridge, we'll call it, with barley bread. Which means keep keep everything together. Oh, Dilma, or maybe it's better <laughs> to mix it up. When you're having the wheat porridge, have barley bread, right? When you're having the barley porridge, have the uh, the, the wheat bread. Which means mix it up. Now, what was Abhazda saying over here? Which is they want to know the extent of the bablaet tipshaeh. Which is you tell me they eat bread with bread, fine. But now, do they go so far? To have the same consistency of bread with the same consistency of bread. Maybe they have barley with wheat. Okay, that's at least two different uh, styles. Rings, yeah. Or you tell me, no, they go so far where they even have barley, wheat barley. with wheat and barley with barley. That's what he said. We've got to ask these naktaneh in Hutzal, these particular people who know what's going on with the food, to see exactly to what extent they do these things, the connoisseurs exactly. Now, Comes again and says, Rava, achle bahasise. Hasise ran, ke marshal kaliyot. She says, he would eat bread with roasted uh, flour. Okay, that was his uh, minhag. So it's, that's not nehama benhama, oh, but it almost is because you're eating, yeah, it's a thick bread, plus uh, roasted, uh, well, he was from, that happened to be from Bavir. So therefore that was part of the, uh, part of the custom over there. Okay, the Gabbana calls that sometimes Kimhada Abshuna, Sodan Benachot. That's referred to the roasted uh, flour. Okay, from the kernels, exactly. Those are sweet, uh, incidentally. Rava Baravuna, Ashkehel Ravuna. So Rava Baravuna, Rava, the son of Ravuna, found his father. Found Ravuna. De Ka'achil Daisa Be'itzbe'ate. He was eating Daisa, that's like that porridge. 
It's uh, of you know wheat uh, porridge like that. He was eating with his fingers. So he says, Amarle, Amaikahil Mor What are you eating with your fingers for? Which means he's asking one of two questions. Number one, why don't you use a spoon? And number two, he saw him eating it with many fingers. So he says, well, yeah, he didn't, he didn't want to eat it. He didn't want finger, but he saw him using many fingers to eat this item over here. What is he doing? Amarle Achi Amar Rav. Rav taught. Daisa beitzbaata basim. When you eat the daisa with your fingers, it's sweeter. Vechol dechen betarten. And kol sheken when you eat with two fingers, vechol dechen betlat. And all the more so kol sheken with three fingers. So there's certain foods when you eat with your fingers, it tastes uh, it tastes better. So you said that, that that that's what we learned, and therefore uh, that, 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 that's what we do. Amar le Rav le Hayabere. Rav tells Hayah his son. Vechen Amar le Ravuna le Rava Bere. Ravuna told his son. Mizameni nach le Mechal Daisa. If somebody invites you to eat Daisa, this uh, wheat uh, porridge, right? if they invite you to do it, ad parsa. You walk even uh, parsa. You walk even four meal, like seventy-two minute uh, walk. To go, uh, to go eat it. Very, very good to eat it. Lemechal b'slad de Torah. If they invite you to eat, let's say basar of a shor, which means the meat of a uh, of an ox. That's uh, tough meat, good meat. Ad klata parsi. Already walk even three parsa because it's very, very, very beneficial. He's giving him advice. These are good foods over here. So if you get invited to eat these items, you know, t- take the invitation and go, go, go walk for. Amar le. Rav That's so the rabbis uh, were telling their children. Which means Mid'am is referring to the saliva that a person has in his mouth from different foods. A person eats food so it causes them to have saliva, right? right? So he's saying don't spit out the saliva in front of your rabbi. Because not the uh, kavod, you're eating, you have some saliva in your mouth, not derichet, it's don't, don't, don't spit it out in front of the rabbi. However, levar min kara, but when you're eating squash, the saliva that's generated from the squash, or vidaisa, or let's say the, the, the saliva that's generated from the daisa, that, that, that wheat porridge, she'en domin liftilta shel avar, that's like lead, which is if you're going to swallow that saliva, it's, it's very hard to digest it, it's like, you know, uh, lead that the body cannot digest. Forget about in front of the rabbi. Even in front of the king. Shefor malka, spit it out. I mean, very dangerous. That item, there's no kavod. Just, right. Spit it out and uh, get it out of your system because it's not, uh, it's not healthy. Okay. Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda. Now we have a practice of the Tamidah Hakamim. Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda. Had achil daisa bitzbe'atev. One was eating the daisa, like we said, with his fingers. The had achil behutza. And one was eating with hutza. What is hutza? Hutza, he made like a, he took the shell of a, right, the shell of a tree, like the bark. He made like a spoon, and he was like scooping it up and eating the daisa like that. Right. Amar le da'achil behutza le da'achil bitzbe'atev. So the one that was eating it with the bark told the one that was eating it with his fingers, you're feeding me your tzua, all the, the, the dirt under your fingernails. You're putting in the food over here. This is what kind of derecher is over here. You're putting your fingers in the food and you have the, 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 the dirt underneath the nail. The tzua is going into the food. So he tells him, So the one that was eating with his fingers told the one that was eating with the bark, 
Until when are you going to stop giving me your saliva? Because what happens? He's, right, he licks the, the bark, and then he goes back in. So when he goes oh, back in, double dips. dips, exactly. So now there's saliva in there, which is the one that's eating with his finger, the customer, they would dry it. They would dry the finger from the saliva, so that he wasn't worried about the saliva factor in the finger. But this item is a big item. You don't, you're not going to have to dry it off before you eat it, and so on and so forth. So therefore... He would tell him, this one would tell him this, this one would tell him that. Comes again when and says, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon, Aitu lekamayu blusfiyan. Rashi ran, min te'enim. A certain type of fig, shekashin litakel. It's hard to digest this fig over here. Rabbi Yehuda, akab. So Rabbi Yehuda ate it. Bishimon lo achal. Okay, one ate, one didn't eat. Amar le Rabbi Yehuda, my tama lo achal more. They, not digestible. They don't come out of the intestines. They don't come out. They stay in your uh, your system. They're very hard to digest. Amar le Rabbi Yehuda, kol shechin shenismuch alehem. Oh, better. All the more so. We're going to eat these items. Because they stay in your stomach. And they're going to nourish for tomorrow. Right. The mahar. Which means now I don't have to eat tomorrow. The mahar. Because uh, since it stays in your stomach. It still keeps on. Keeps you full. You don't have to eat so much. If that's the reason. Uh, all, all the more so. Okay. Rabbi Yudah was sitting in front of Rabbi Tarfon. Amar le Rabbi Tarfon. So he told him. Hayom. He tells Rabbi Yudah, wow, your, your face is shining today, Rabbi Yudah, his face is glowing. He says, yesterday your servants went into the field, they brought to us tered. Tered is like beets. Mm-hmm. And we had them without salt. But if we would have had salt with the beets, Although more so, our face would have shined. Which he's saying, the glow of the person comes from eating beets. So therefore, he's a rabbi, you look very, uh, you know, shiny. Oh, that's already the, the, the beets that I ate, which is a healthy item. It's good for the person. So the Gemara says, Amra ahu matronita Rabbi Yehuda. Matronita is like a goya. Right? Hashuba lady, goya. And she tells uh, the rabbi Rabbi Yehuda, and you're drinking? Because it seems his face was uh, very shiny. Right? So it looked like rosy, maybe like, you know, had a, a reddish. So it looked like he drank. So the rabbi comes along and says, Matronita tells the rabbi, What do you mean? You're posek and you're drinking? What kind of business is over here? It's not the right thing. He, he thought he was drunk. thought he was drinking uh, whatever it is, right? So he says, He's like made a shivwa. Himenuta is like a shivwa. Which means I make a shivwa on you, like on, on this lady, on, in the honor of this woman. All I drink is Kiddush, Havdala, and the four Kosot on Pesach. And even that, and I have to tie my temples 
from Pesach until Shavuot, which is just from the four kosot of Pesach, the wine, I know it doesn't agree with him so much. Already he has a headache from uh, Pesach until Shavuot, he has to tie his temples up. So he says, I'm drinking wine? Okay, I don't drink wine uh, at all. Incidentally, from this Gemara, they learn that even if the wine is mazik a person, on Leil Pesach, he has to drink. Because you see the rabbi over here, obviously the wine didn't agree with him. But what? He's still drinking, he he suffered for however long it was. So so what's the the reason? Now he's not saying this, the Gemara is saying this. What's the reason why his face was shining? Which is a person that's chokmah. So the chokmah, especially chokmah of the Torah, is like a light. So when a person learns Torah, there's a certain shine, a certain glow that comes on the person's face. So therefore, that's, that, that's really where it was coming from. So comes together as Amar le Ahud Siduki the Rabbi Yehuda. So a certain Siduki saw Rabbi Yehuda. Tells him like this: Panecha domin, your face very like a good uh, shiny red, happy. He says your face looks like ikim malveda beat. You look like either like a you know a loan shark. People that charge lend money with interest. Banker, a banker. Now what? What? what why? Because it's a very easy job. They lend their money out. They don't have to work so hard. They're always happy because they're making money very easily. So there, it looks like you know you're in the you're in the uh, the uh, lending business for interest. Or you're raising hazirim, uh, which is big, which is also, it seems like an, an easy uh, uh, job, and very lucrative and very profitable. And therefore, he's saying, oh, look, that's why you have that reddish, uh, you know, the good uh, look. Bihuda is also a type of shivwa. Because I swear that what? Tarvayu asiran. Both these things that you're telling me are forbidden. We're not allowed to charge interest. We're not allowed to raise pigs. There's 24 bathrooms that are on the road from my house to the yeshiva. And I enter each one. Which means I, 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 I clean myself. I'm very McPete on going to the bed. I'm healthy from that sense. The Mephashim explained that wasn't the real reason. He doesn't go into 24 bathrooms. And he's answering the guy like a fool that he wants to make the salute to the guy. Because the guy said, oh, you look like you take care of the pigs. Right. So, okay, you want to say pigs? No, no, no. I go to the bathroom uh, often. Uh, to, to, often. The real reason why the Yudah's face shone, like we <laughs> said, Ochmat Adam Ta'il Panab. But he wasn't going to tell him that. But he answered him according to what he was telling him. Because, no, 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 I'm going to go to the bathroom. So, therefore, he told him, he told him that. Like a certain jug or barrel that he used to carry on his, uh, on, his, on his shoulder. He used to go to work. So when he came to the Bet Midrash, he took the barrel off his shoulder and he would sit on the uh, barrel. That was his chair in the Bet Midrash. Amar, Gedola Melacha. He said, well, look how vital, look how hashuv going to work is. Why? The work is on it to, to, its, uh, to its owner. Which means, because I go to work, I have a barrel. Now I come into the Bet Midrash, everybody's sitting on the floor, I'm able to sit on the barrel. So you see, Melacha brings prestige to those that uh, go to work. Right? 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 Now he doesn't have to sit on the ground. Rabbi Shimon Shakil Tsana al Kitfe. Tsana is like a basket that he would carry, let's say, on his shoulder. He was also used to go to work. 
Amar, when he came to the Beit Midrash, he put it on the floor and he sat on it. He said, Gedola Melacha Shemechabedet et Baaleha. Same thing, work is uh, great because it brings honor to its uh, to its people that are working. Okay, so now, uh, who is that? That was the Bishimon. Right? Now, the, the, the problem is that Stam the Bishimon is the Bishimon Ben Yochai. And the Bishimon Ben Yochai came along and he was the one that said, uh, supposed to learn Torah all day long. He was the one in Gemara Barachot that said, right, you know, you're supposed to learn and that's it. Uh, you, you're not supposed to, uh, to go to work. So they want to say over here, um, he writes, Ki asa zot rak b'shvil limud ha-Torah li-shiv aleh b'bet ha-Midrash. His work that he did, he chose to work with a basket because he knew he could use the basket to sit on in the Bet Midrash. So the work that was used to enhance his learning, that's considered the, okay according to, uh, to, 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 to that as well. Okay. Good. Comes the Gemara and continues. The Bitu, the Nafak Nakat Amra, the wife of Rabbi Yehuda, went out one time and she bought simid. Simid is wool. She bought a you know a ball of wool. Avda gilima dehutbe. So she made a gilima uh, like a robe, hashuba. Now the rabbis say it really wasn't so hashuv. They were poor, but for them it was considered a hashuv uh, item. Okay, they didn't have anything, which means Rabbi Yehuda and his wife they didn't have. Their own set of clothes, so they only had one robe. So she made this one robe for the both of them. So the Gemara says, When she would go out to the shuk, she would wear it. When he would go pray, he would also cover himself up and wear it as well. That was his begadim. They had the same begad. And obviously, you have to say that it was obviously able to be worn by a man and a lady. It wasn't considered big day isha, and they were able to both share it. He was so happy. When he would wear it, he would put himself, he would make a baraka, he blessed me the one that uh, gave me this coat. Now it really wasn't a coat, but mi'il is more hashuv than a ketone, than a gilima. Uh, but to him, the gilima was like, uh, even as if he was wearing a coat. One time, Gazar Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel Ta'alita. Rabban Shimon Gamliel, the Nasi, he made a, uh, a fast day. Rabbi Yehuda, lo atalibayat Ta'alita. So Rabbi Yehuda did not come to the fast, he didn't come to the proceedings, he didn't come to the tefillah. Amdin So uh, they tell Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel, lo itle kisuya. The reason why he didn't come to the tefillah, he doesn't have clothes. He doesn't have a begad to wear. Seems his wife was out. He didn't have any begadim to wear. Shadar le gilima. So he eventually sent them a gilima, meaning hashuv covering. But he did not accept it. Okay? Gabriel says, so he wanted to explain why he's refusing to accept the uh, garment. So it says, dale sipeta. What is that? The sepeta, the mahasilat, that's like the rug, or the uh, the mat, right? That he was sitting, he lifted it up, and what happened? It was all gold underneath it. A miracle happened. He wasn't rich at all. He was trying to say, no, no, I don't need it. I'm, uh, you know, he lifted up the, the mat that was underneath him, and he's all gold uh, coins over there. The amar le So he tells the shaliyah of the nasi, 
Hazemaika, look at all this ocean over here. Wait, you don't think I can afford to buy myself a uh, a cloak? Miu, however, I'm not interested. I want to have Hana'a in this world over here, and therefore I'm not uh, taking. Really, he was Ani. But what? In order not to, to give an excuse that I have to take, what do you mean? I don't think I'm rich. I have a lot of money over here. I don't want to take anything for nothing over here from the, you know, from the, from the Hachameen. If I want to buy it, I can buy it myself, but I'm not interested in having any Hana'a from this world over here. Look at the uh, top of the Ram. Captain <laughs> the